Blog Talk Radio. Live from Chicago and Las Vegas, you're tuned in to the show that's always on top of what's trending. It's Page One with LeVar and Mary on Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio Nation. It is Friday night, and you are tuned into another edition of Page One with Lavar and Mary. How are you? We have made it to Friday, Friday, April first, twenty twenty-two. Now, I will admit, uh, the last couple of weeks, I have racked my brain as to um, how we could celebrate April first on this show, or trying to devise a, some type of clever. Uh, practical joke, but I I think after this week, I'm probably going to refrain from that because um, <laughs> it seems lately life itself is some type of practical joke and just somebody waiting to tell us that we're all being punked. So I'm not going to do that tonight. So what I will promise you tonight is that we will have quite a few retro moments of the week because I could not pick from just one. So throughout the night, they may be kind of scattered in and out. Uh, we are also going to do the Almanac, and it is the first of the month, so we will also give you a look at what's ahead. Um, we've got other stories to talk about tonight. We've got a look at what's trending. Uh, and then we've never I've never done this skit before, and I'm going to tell you that it is a borrowed skit. A lot of people will do skits and not tell you that they borrowed. But I am doing this one because it is an homage to a longtime Chicago radio DJ who was known nationally, Larry Lujak, who used to always do animal stories. I will do my best at animal stories tonight. We'll have that and uh, a few more things before we uh, are done here. But as always, I am joined by my wonderful friend, Mary. How are you? I am okay. It's been a long day. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it has. Um, It it has been a long day. Uh, It has been a long week, I think. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think we're just all happy to get to Friday. So that's why I am in a jovial mood. Uh, Like I said, uh, no tricks up our sleeve tonight. Uh, So don't expect that. I did not want to do that to our general audience because – this has already, like I said, been a long, strange week and month. Because uh, <laughs> I, right. I had a lot of things in mind. I was like, maybe next year. Uh, but uh, I'm not going to do that to you. Actually, it's more not trick-or-treat, because that's Halloween. But this is more of a treat more than it is anything else. And for all of you who are listening in tonight, thanks so much for tuning in and listening to us. Uh, we hope that you enjoy. Uh, we're here pretty much every Friday night, 10 o'clock Eastern, 9 o'clock Central, uh, 8 o'clock Mountain, 7 o'clock in the Pacific time zone. You know what's funny? Uh, I was watching uh ad for it uh, back in the, I think it was the 80s, late 70s, early 80s, 
and they were talking about the movie of the week. I think it was going to be on uh, CBS. They were like uh, Eight Central and Mountain, which I know back then they used to because it's rare now. Nobody adds the mountain time zones. You might add the Pacific time zone, but nobody really cares about the mountain time zone anymore. It's almost like it's the forgotten time zone. Uh, what he and there's plenty of people that live in the forgotten time zone. Yes. But, yeah, nobody mentioned it anymore because you, you remember those. We'd be like, nine, Central Mountain. And I was like, oh, it's the mountain time zone. But I don't do that anymore, and I don't know why they stopped. So, <laughs> so yeah, we're on 10 o'clock, 9 o'clock, 8 Mountain, 7. This is live coast to coast. So, I mean, not that we come on at one hour and then come on at another hour in the later time zone. So, even if you're up in the UK for all of our friends over there, good morning. Uh, it's Saturday morning. Yeah. So, yeah. What's the official time over there? Because I know you are keeping track for me. Uh, it would it's be eight hours from, from right? now. So, yeah, it's, it's about three, three, three o'clock in yeah. the morning. So, it means if you are up listening to us, then. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so, if you are, uh, I wonder if anyone internationally can call this show. I know you all can listen to this show, um, but I wonder if anybody internationally can call into the show. I don't know. If you can, try it. Maybe we'll pick up and maybe we'll talk. Maybe we'll figure out what's going on in your neck of the woods. Uh, also tonight, uh, I will do a weather shout out to some cities i did some weather for uh forecasting work earlier um we'll do that a little later um i won't mention the specific cities we'll shout out tonight but uh i think you will enjoy uh so with that uh i am not going to even make this a topic one tonight but i i do know and I would be remiss because this is the one time that I actually felt, man, I wish we had a show on Monday. Um, and I know people were tired of hearing about it. I, I am pretty much at this point, too. But I've heard so many takes this week, and I have heard so many good takes. I've heard bad takes, and then I heard some even worse takes. But I don't have to rehash the story. All of you know what happened on Sunday night with the Academy Awards. If you have been pretty much today with your fingers in your ears and going la, 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 and not wanting to hear anything. Oh, by the way, I forgot to say it at the top of the show. Rabbit, rabbit, rabbit. Sorry. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> I, I forgot. No, you, you do know because this morning when I woke up, the first thing uh, I saw trending was rabbit, rabbit. The reason why rabbit, uh -huh. rabbit, rabbit is superstition, uh, which is they say found in Britain and North America, wherein a person says or repeats the words rabbit, rabbits, and or white rabbits aloud uh, upon waking up on the first day of the month to ensure good luck for the rest of it. So, rabbit, rabbit, rabbit. So. Uh, there you go. Um, <laughs> and then, of course, some people say that March comes in like a lion and out like a lamb. I think that is the that is the um, 
that's the same that is said for the weather of March, correct? Correct. And then April showers bring Mayflowers. But do you know uh, what Mayflowers bring? Um, <laughs> tourists is what I was going to say. But no. <laughs> pilgrims, though, that's what you could say. I was going to say pilgrims, but all right, that'll work too. They weren't tourists at the time. And that they bad, a bad, tour. bad dad joke corner. <laughs> Tourist and pilgrims, both the same. Uh, (laughs) So it brings a little bit of all those. But going back, uh, Sunday night, I know all of you uh, have seen and have heard uh, in regards to what went on at the Oscars. I I would be remiss if I did not mention that here. And there was a little bit of breaking news. Uh, a little while ago, uh, before we came on the air, uh, about Will Smith, who resigned from the Academy. Um, He turned in, uh, he announced a statement late Friday evening that he has resigned from the Academy of Motion Pictures, Arts, and Sciences, and he says, in quote, that I am resigning from membership in the Academy of Motion Pictures, Arts, and Sciences, and will accept any further consequences the board deems appropriate. Uh, His statement concluded, uh, change takes time, and I am committed to doing the work to ensure that I never again allow violence to overtake reason. Uh, the Academy said in a statement Friday that the organization has received and accepted his immediate resignation, and the Academy president said that we will continue to move forward with our disciplinary proceedings against Mr. Smith for violations of the Academy standards of conduct in advance of our next scheduled board meeting on April 18th. Uh, disciplinary actions by the Academy could include suspension or expulsion, along with other sanctions permitted by the bylaws and standards of conduct. Uh, instead, Smith has willingly left the acclaimed organization, uh, and by resigning, he will no longer be able to vote on Oscar-nominated movies and performances each year. His work, however, will still be eligible for future Oscars consideration of nominations. Uh, you can see the full statement uh, on uh, – I know his page and on various different news organizations. And I guess it was one of those things, too, where you probably in some aspect, you know, will think that, um, I I don't know. When I first saw it, um, I was... I think I was like everybody, where it was shocking and where it there's so many, I don't know, when you backtrack to this, there's like so many different roads that one can take. And people who responded immediately, I'd much rather hear these stories first before they come out. I think that in doing what he did, it – I'm going to be blunt with you because all of us here, we're family. <laughs> We've been doing this a while. And back when we are young, we are always told that unless somebody hits us, then you can defend yourself. But 
there's different stores here where there are some people who are saying, well, yeah, he should have defended his wife. But you could defend your wife putting yourself at a risk here of maybe jail. <laughs> um, and I'd almost rather, and I told somebody, I said, why didn't he just, pretty much he could have did two things in that moment. He could have, A, confronted Chris after, or said something through you know, the media or in his accepted speech or in another speech later on, or B, he could have even sat there and said, hey, man, it's not funny. My wife has a condition, and you're making light of it. And I think Chris would have stopped it. He would have apologized because we don't know what Chris knew about Jada's condition. We don't know, you know, uh, went on or anything else. He gets out of his seat, and he goes, and he does what he does. Um, I guess I'm even joking. I guess I can play this clip. Don't make me angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. So, yeah, so pretty much that's exactly what happened. <laughs> and he gets out of his seat and he does the unthinkable, something that I'd never thought I would see on any, any award show. Things have come close with some award shows. But the Oscars is held in the high esteem. And the fact that these two guys – Okay, I'm going to be honest with you. There is another, um, I guess, to the fact that you have these two successful black males. They go and they do this on a (laughs) worldwide scale. Mm -hmm. It's embarrassing. And... It still took some time for me to digest it, and I felt bad. And I don't know if this feels weird. I felt bad for Will because I think he was kind of locked into what to do in that situation. I feel bad for Chris Rock because even though he made a joke like that, that that happened, I felt bad for the host because they did a wonderful job, I thought. I felt bad for Questlove, who won the Oscar immediately, followed all of that, and his speech really wasn't paid attention to. And you feel bad for everybody else that had to come after that because the attention was then not on what it should have been. And you could take it from the school of thought like, well, Chris deserved it, so he deserved to get slapped in front of the world to see. Or you could say, well, Will's punishment was, you know, it took away from his Oscar win. And then he had to use a speech that should have been a triumphant moment to make an apology, which I thought the speech was even worse. It kind of rambled on, and it didn't really make sense or light of what exactly happened and what we saw. And it's an ugly situation that now is going to be played over and over and over again. And like I said, there's so many different schools of thought because there are people who would take it from the, well, if I have to defend my spouse, that's what I'm going to do. It's wrong. Two wrongs don't make a right. And I'm more disturbed that afterwards, like some people said, he gets a standing ovation when he won. Because at that point, I don't know if I'd be wanting to give a standing ovation for something that I just saw that was outrageous like that. 
But like I said, what do you do in that moment? And we can't be armchair quarterbacks, but I do know that you have to have some discretion. And when things like that happen, whether it is wrong or whether it's a joke, that you can't carry it too far as to what happened. I know that's not going to be a definitive answer people want to hear. <laughs> um, if Chris did know, and like I said, I don't know what he knew. If it was a dig, it's a horrible joke. Um, and if he didn't, I, I don't know. Help me out here because I, I don't know if I'm feeling the same, if other people are feeling the same way, but it's like after you see something like that, you just – it numbs you to the point of like, okay, if he's going to go off like that, and my worry was that now it will give other people rationales or reasons to do things like that, or it could be worse. Because at the end of the day, I the agree. only thing that will happen. And I disagree, yeah. and, I, and I agree, and I disagree, and I don't know what to say kind of thing. <laughs> um, and I don't know, I can't find anything, but right before he told the joke, they were all laughing, right? Yes, and then he yes. told the joke, and it looked and it looked like the table was laughing at the joke. Now, well, she laughed, was the joke in not. good taste? No. No, she wasn't. But, like, it looked like Will was. And he maybe, was. I, maybe it was, like, so was it in good taste? Probably not. Was it funny? No, not really. Is it in line with some of the jokes that have happened in the past years where they look around the audience, they see something, and they do the same joke, or they're like, oh, oh point is that thing. Yeah, that's happened before. Now, I'm not going to say it's right because it was not a great joke, you know. Um, but I've been bald before. Mine was for my own choice, and it's interesting how people change how they treat you when you are a woman with no hair. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like I said, mine was by choice, so I can only imagine having that kind of reaction to not having hair. And then having somebody point a finger at it on a world stage. Um, I, I'm getting I'm getting conflicting messages from everything because like Jade is like I, I you know what I've shaved my head I don't care what people say this is what's going on you know yeah I got my medical condition and it's causing this so I'm just going to embrace it I don't care what anybody right. thinks but then the minute this comes up she looks upset. Will is laughing, then realizes it's bad, and then goes up there and causes this ruckus, and then gets the standing ovation for the win, and then like it just there's there's so many things that are back and forth on this, and then like he I'll accept all the punishments, but I'm gonna resign. Uh, that's not a punishment. You need to be kicked out. Not I resigned. No, it's right. you kicked your ass out kind of thing. If it's gonna it's be like that, the easy way it, out. it almost seems like he's preempting. Right. The punishment, so it doesn't right. look as bad later. Exactly. I don't know. Like you said, it's 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 back and forth. It's up and down, and I don't know. I don't know which 
there's a very fine line, and that fine line is hard to tell. So I guess I'm going to break it down for you here because I'm going to ask you bit by bit. Do you agree that the slap was warranted? No. I don't think violence was ever warranted. Okay. I don't Which think we both agree. there should not I, – I, I, may, I, may I may say I'm going to smack you in the face, but I really <laughs> – I rarely, rarely would ever smack somebody in the face. It would need to be something that I felt was a great wrong. And that would be something that, like, defending yourself. Like, you don't hit somebody unless they hit you. Right. So here's my second Uh, question. If somebody came up and was threatening my life, then I would slap them. Or if it was threatening my livelihood, I would slap them. Right. But I don't think violence is necessary on, on that stage. So here's my other question. Do you think that with... Uh, what they're about to do with Will, do you think that Chris Rock should also be punished for the joke? Mm. No. (laughs) It's a dig. It's a personal dig. But it wasn't like he was going out there and showing off her medical records. Was it on, it wasn't not great. No, it wasn't a great joke. But should he get punished for it? No. That, uh, comedians do that all the time. Yeah. There's a level of thick-skinnedness that you have to have if you're going to live in that kind of spotlight. People yeah, are going to make fun it, of you, it, whether that's to your face on the Oscars or behind your back in their own set. Right. Yeah, like I said, it, there's so many emotions that stir with me. With the myth, I'm still kind of, um, I am still kind of processing from that, and I'm trying to like, you know, it's at a point now where what's going to be is going to be what's done was done. Uh, I do both agree with that. Yeah, I mean, the slap itself, no. <laughs> so it's 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 kind of it's it, it it was totally uncalled for. And like I said, he I think he would have made a greater stance if he had sat there, even if he even in the swearing. You know, what he said, you know, it, it is reminding of, you know, that was clearly well, I guess. But it was kinda like they also showed pictures, uh, what we saw today and on online that after the slap you see Jada kind of like laughing. And about it, yeah. Yeah. And then online, you have his son saying, that's how we do. And I'm like, you're not helping the situation, (laughs) you know? And, yeah, so there's going to be a a lot of backlash still. And and then you go out afterwards, and, of course, you're going to celebrate your Oscar win, but kind of like, you know, just almost like nothing happened. And I'm not going to say how to celebrate after something like that. I mean, that's his own business. You do what you do. But – I just think it could have been handled a lot better. And in those times it took for him to make his way up those steps to do what he did, you know, even then Jada should have been like, well, where are you going? <laughs> you know, and I wished it, and I, I hope there were cameras that were probably on them that led to that moment. Because like I said, he laughed. And I saw Jada's face like, oh, no, he did not. <laughs> like the look on her face. 
And I don't know what that moment if you turn around. That would be an appropriate response. Oh, no, he didn't. Right. And then that right. look of, mm-mm, no. Not laughing at a comedian is almost worse no, than laughing <laughs> If everybody would have gotten silent after seeing her face like, mm-mm, you know it would have stopped. At that moment, it would have been like, oh, right. oh shit. Because right. a woman, yeah. and she's a mother, so she knows how to do it. There's a look. Oh, there's <laughs> a look that you could give that would stop a man in their tracks. That would, so fear for, that would make them fear for their life and, like, call their mom and be like, I'm sorry. Right. So, I, yeah. Like, like I said, yeah. there's so many different uh, takes from this this week that I've heard. You know, I've heard the take of, you know, defending your wife and the whole thing of, you know, a serious illness, which it is, and I'm not going to downgrade mm-hmm. alopecia, but from the way that some people were making it, I mean, let's face facts, some people kind of overplayed it to make it look like it was a life-threatening disease that you talked about. They're like, no, it, it is not. <laughs> um, let's kind of down, turn the value down on that. It is still something, and even then, before you say it bar, it is something. So I know, because I have family members that are suffering from that. So how would they feel about it? They wouldn't like it, but they also wouldn't support the joke itself. How would I feel about it? I'm not going to go up and hit somebody because they said it because that would make them look bad. I'll tell you this, is that if Will Smith had never done what he had done, right now the bad guy in all of this that we would be talking about would be Chris Rock because of how Mm -hmm. that joke went out. Because the crowd even groaned, and he was like, oh, hey, you know. And she would have looked bad. But when Will got side to get up and then do what he did, that totally took everything away from Chris being guilty to now Will being guilty. And if he had just let it be, Chris would have had to steward this all this week and caught a lot of backlash from people. But instead, because Will got up and hit him, now a lot of that comes off of him. And that's why I was like, sometimes it is best to let one person dig their own grave, quote unquote, than to do something that's going to take away from them being in that hot spotlight. Because now it's exactly. All new. And this is where we put ourselves at this point. So you know, it is hitting is wrong. The joke. It wasn't the best. You know what the funniest thing out of all of this was that a lot of people thought she was actually going to be in G.I. Jane 2. A friend of mine said, oh, I thought that was true. I went to go look it up. She said, I thought that'd be a great movie. And I was like, no, he was joking. Oh, my God, it would have been a great movie. I would have watched it. I would have gotten out of my house, put a mask on, and went into a theater and sat with a bunch of people I didn't know and didn't trust and watched that movie. Right. I'm sorry, she's like, even in a joke, people thought it was real. And they thought this was going to be an actual movie. And I was like, wow, you know, okay. And, and so, you know, even with the joke, people thought it was real. But even there, in a way, the joke didn't even go over. Because it, it pretty much, people were thinking that this was real. That it was a real thing. And like I said, I, I don't know, you know, until I get even more 
you know, as to what happened because there was things that were said like uh, the producers didn't know about the joke that was going to be said um, and that, you know, that came out, that was pretty much ad-libbed, and then there were things that were said that they had hashed everything out afterwards. That's untrue, and it was just in that the, the, they had asked them to leave, and now that story's coming out that that's not true. There's so much in these opening days that is coming out. Uh, you'll find out more when it happens, but it's one of those stories where it has now happened. Um, we've now kind of, I think, have all said our piece. Uh, there are people who will take it from different points and from different sides, and we'll talk about, you know, uh, why didn't Will slap the guy or hit the guy that had an entanglement with his wife? Or why didn't, you know, why wasn't Will that more upset about when his wife said that? And now there's words. They're going to have a red table talk about this whole thing, which will be the ratings for them, you know? You know, it's it's so much stuff where you look at it and it's Hollywood, and it, you know, but it is something that brings to the American conscience, I think, where you see something like this, and people can put themselves in that situation where somebody had said something about their mom or their sister or their wife, you know, and trying to be defensive while at the same time, quote, in the manhood sense of the thing, still being a man. This is now where we're at and what is right and what is wrong. But in this case, in this situation, for what it called for, it was wrong. Uh, Maybe wrong on both ends, and you got what we got. Because if it is true, like I said, and if Chris knew it, and he went out and still did that joke as a dig. And I know people would point out to the 2016 Oscars when he said stuff about Jada. You know, I think we're kind of, you know, they probably kept receipts. And that probably did it. Or from some things that I saw, people were like, well, because he's an actor and he had to play, you know, Richard Williams, that a part of that was still stuck in him. We could hit this from every different way from now until Tuesday. But the fact of the matter is, is that two wrongs don't make a right. Now we've gotten what we've gotten. One person has ruined a little bit of their career, and it's not, he's still going to make movies. He's still going to make millions of dollars. He's going to be all right. Don't worry about Will. And Chris is still going out on comedy tours. He's going to be all right. And by probably six months from now, some people will still talk about it, but it's not going to be a major thing as it is this week. But um, we've got a lot of show. But I am going to, uh, for one minute, because I see that we have a caller, uh, I am going to allow said caller to have his say, but keep in mind, we've got about a lot of show. So I'll give you a minute, and I'll bring you on. Uh, caller, what's up? Well, the question is, if I come to Los Angeles County prosecutor, did not prosecute Will Smith? Is this a more, what we call, privilege? I think it is. If you were so high, so you wouldn't rest it. Yeah, if it were you or I, we would have been arrested and dragged out of the theater. So. Yeah. And and see, what he done, it didn't matter what the victim said. He committed a crime against the state of California, and yeah. it was on video. Not only that, he should be expelled from the academy. He should lose his endorsements and his... his uh, his endorsements, you use book sales, 
should be boycotted just like they do anybody else. And we could probably go through and name some people who have had that type of counsel uh, occur to them when they've done something like matter of fact, the people could have died 50 years ago and they're, they're being ridiculed today. So my question is, why come these prosecutors, and particularly the one here in L.A., what we see it around the country in California and San Francisco, they not prosecuting these criminals. I'm going to hang up and listen. All right. Thanks so much for your call. And I, that is a very good question. I don't know why uh, we have not seen that. And like we said, you know, I mean, I think we've answered our question here. It's Hollywood. And you and I both know that when you have a little bit of money, you're going to get a little bit more of leeway, unfortunately, uh, for when these things happen. Because, yeah, quite frankly, when it happened, I'm sure security was in there. I'm sure the police were there. They saw what happened. And they probably sat there, and at that point, they were like, well, if we go and take him out of here, that's going to look bad on us. They're going to say we overreacted, you know. And if it were you or I or if it was Mary, we would have been dragged out of there. If it was a seat filler and they did that, they would have been dragged out of there. But because it is Will Smith, it wasn't going to happen. And unfortunately, the one thing that I think that I have learned in, in this country is that when you have a little bit more money, and it's not sour apples, but when you have a little bit of money or you have a little bit of power, that the law is going to be a little bit more um, – give you a little bit more leeway unless you just did something just totally flat-out bad. <laughs> and in this case, it wasn't bad in their eyes to do anything right away. Now, what I did hear somewhat on the news was that there is still a probability – if they decide to go through with it, that they could press charges on him. But we'll see. Yeah, there is a, there is a statute of limitations. However, mm-hmm. um, they haven't arrested him yet, so the statute of limitations goes through. Um, and I don't know the exact statute, California, but I know for Nevada, it starts at the time of arrest. So you have, mm-hmm. from the time of arrest, um, a specific amount of time to press charges. So you get you get arrested. They're not pressing charges. They say you're under arrest for assault. And then you have a statute to be. Now we're going to press charges against you for that said assault. They have a specific timeline, and then there's a specific timeline that they have to hit before to hear the first to have the first hearing. After that, it's all up in the air because it all depends on you know stays and continuances and all the other things that happen in the legal system. Because they haven't arrested him yet, there's no statute. The statute hasn't started yet. There is still a time frame, though. They can't arrest him like six years from now. Go, you remember that time you slapped Chris Rock? We're arresting you for that now. Um, they do have a set amount of time, but it's a, it's a. They have to, they have to show that they're doing that. So if they haven't come up with charges yet, they're not going to arrest. Um, they're not going to arrest him right away. They, that's where that comes in. Um, but I. My company has four floors, and the fourth floor is where all the, the big wigs sit. And we said this before. It's like the higher you get up into the, you know, the floors, the less stuff these rules tend to do with you. Like those bend a lot further with the higher up in the floors. And this is kind of how Hollywood is. They're higher mm-hmm. up in the floors than you or I. So, yeah, it's, it's, I agree. Is that 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 privilege is is 
widely apparent. Yeah. So well, you saw it right there. I, I'll, so. I'll keep my piece on that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and to lighten the mood. Yeah, that's pretty much where it went. But like I said, we got a lot of show, and we're already at the halfway mark. But just to uh, get into the almanac, which we haven't even gotten into, today is April 1st. It is April Fool's Day. It is also National One Cent Day, National Sourdough Bread Day, and it is actually also National Take Down Tobacco Day of Action. Uh, tomorrow, it is National Ferret Day. Ugh. Um <laughs> Yeah. It is National Peanut Butter and Jelly Day, uh, National Reconciliation Yum. Day. It is National Love Our Children Day, uh, National Handmade Day, and it is World Autism Awareness Day tomorrow. So uh, that is also one of the things that is going on. Uh, April 3rd on Sunday, it is National Chocolate Moose Day, National Film Score Day, National Find a Rainbow Day, National Tweed Day. Does anyone wear tweed anymore? I don't. I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, World Party Day, and it is Geologist Day. Uh, Sunday, I'm sorry, Monday, April fourth. Um, unfortunately, it is a pretty much dark day in history. If you recall what April fourth brings, April fourth, nineteen sixty-eight. Of course, the day uh, Dr. King was assassinated. Um, on that day, it is uh, also a Jeep 4x4 Day, National Chicken Cordon Blue Day, National Hug a News Person Day, School Librarian Day, National Vitamin C Day, and National Walk Around Things Day. Uh, Tuesday brings us uh, First Contact Day. Gold Star Spouses Day is on April 5th. Uh, it is also National Caramel Day, National Deep Dish Pizza Day, if you're here in Chicago. Uh, stop by any of your favorite places. <laughs> National Flash Drive Day, National Go for Broke Day. It is also National Nebraska Day, National Raisin and Spice Bar Day, National Read a Roadmap Day. Uh, it is, and I'm going to get this uh, so long, so forgive me. It is, um, well, actually, I'm going to get to that one last. But uh, it is National Library Workers Day, <laughs> National Employee Benefits Day. Uh, and then um, it is the Spam Day of Action. So each year on the first Tuesday in April, Sexual Assault Awareness Month, uh, Day of Action, uh, it's a day to focus awareness on sexual violence prevention. Nationally recognized in the U.S. and observed annually as part of Sexual Assault Awareness Month, Spam Day of Action provides tools and resources throughout the campaign. The day aims to stop sexual assault, harassment, and abuse before they happen through education. And teaching about consent and understanding boundaries is important, but requires a societal change, too. Currently, the stigma of sexual assault rests with the victims, and until that view changes, sexual assault will continue to go unpunished. Through social media campaigns, events, and more, the day promotes valuable resources to help change the societal view. The day also provides ways to support victims throughout the month and beyond. Uh, one of the things is if you, there is a phone number that uh, if you do need help, the free and confidential hotline is 1-800-656-4673. And anyone, uh, according to rain.org, uh, says anyone can be sexually assaulted, but women are nine times more likely to experience rape than men. So definitely on that day, let's all get educated and stop 
uh, sexual assault. So very important. Um, April 6th on Wednesday brings us uh, National Caramel Popcorn Day, National Student Athlete Day, Tartan Day. I don't even know what that is. Teflon Day. It is New Beer's Eve, National Bookmobile Day, National Walking Day, Child Help National Day of Help, and Sorry Charlie Day. Um, what is that you asked for? Uh, it encourages <laughs> us to view rejection from a different perspective. It's a day to think about the times we've been rejected, uh, whether we've been rejected by a sweetheart or a college, a prospective employer, or the bank for a loan. We've all been refused. The day gives us an opportunity to reflect on how we survived rejection and what we learned from it. Uh, that is actually National Sorry Charlie Day. Uh, it has nothing not to do. Tina, no, it has nothing to do with Tina. <laughs> and then yeah. on the set, uh, it is National Alcohol Screening Day, National No Housework Day. It is National Coffee Cake Day, National Girl Me Too Day, uh, National Beer Day, and National Burrito Day. So, okay. Yeah, if you love burritos, uh, that is uh, your excuse to go out and indulge. <laughs> but uh, burritos. Yeah. yeah, burritos. Is it a Tuesday? Um, no, it is actually on a Thursday. Is uh, oh, that, they missed an opportunity on that one? I, I know. <laughs> Didn't they know? <laughs> Um, <laughs> it should have been on that, but uh, yeah. So this month, because we are at the beginning of the uh, month here, April, brings us National Afternoon Tea Month, uh, National Alcohol Awareness Month. It is Esophageal Cancer Awareness Month, uh, National Month of Hope, National Canine Fitness Month, uh, Financial Literacy Month. It is Distracted Driving Awareness Month, Child Abuse Awareness Month. Uh, it is Cannabis Awareness Month, because we all know what 420 is. Um, <laughs> Fair Housing Month, <laughs> Month of the Military Child. It is Keep America Beautiful Month, National Autism Awareness Month, uh, National Humor Month, Jazz Appreciation Month, Soft Pretzel Month, Soy Foods Month, Straw Hat Month, in case you didn't know that one. It is Poetry Month, Volunteer Month, uh, Occupational Therapy Month, uh, Scottish American Heritage Month, Sexual Assault Awareness Month, Stress Awareness Month, uh, and yeah, uh, it is also National Fresh Celery Month. Don't know where that started, and I would hope that all of your celery is fresh. <laughs> yes, um, yeah, got a lot going on. Uh, but before we get to any other stories, uh, quick reminder. Two 411 lounges so far are coming up this month, and I'm very happy that we have both coming up, uh, two exceptional people. Uh, the first one is coming up on Friday night, April 22nd. That is a few weeks from now. So we will not be with you on this uh, show on that Friday night, but we'll have a special 411 lounge. My guest, uh, Avery Jane, will be here. And then two nights later on Sunday night, uh, Raina Hung, uh, who is uh, pretty much on her uh, Twitter, it's either it goes by OMG, it's Raina, or Raina Eats. 
she will be with me. She's scheduled to be with me on Sunday night, April 24th, 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central. I'm excited about that one. This one's been about a year in the making. Um, so she will be with me at that time. You ready for Retro Moment of the Week? And excited is not the word to use you. You are so you are more than excited about this one. You know, I'm always excited for all the guests we have because it is, one, I love also the whole thing. I love our Friday night show because it allows us to be us, but I also love doing the 411 Lounge because people are like, oh, you don't get that many, and we don't get a chance to do it, and I love the one-on-one interview uh, of talking, but I have a lot of questions for her because she is – a model, a food and content blogger, uh, Raina is, and then she is also uh, a competitive eater. And if you've seen Raina, she does not look like a competitive eater. <laughs> um, and so I've got a lot of questions, and it, uh, because I have a lot of questions, and plus there is a video that she did uh, that has now gotten over a million views a couple of weeks ago, and unfortunately. <laughs> Uh, let's just say uh, she does one bite eats where she will put the entire thing in her mouth uh, in one bite. And uh, she recently decided to do that with an Italian sausage. So that is why I've got over a million views. <laughs> of course. We will probably ask her about that. Uh, but the Avery Jane interview I'm looking forward to too, because Avery is a very nice young lady who um, has, as a black female in the world of adult entertainment, it is very rare to be at the height of popularity that she is. And she has talked about that. And we'll talk about it as well when we talk to her a couple of weeks from tonight. So um, she's a very outgoing young lady who has a lot going on here in her career and has become, like I said, very popular uh, and a huge base. Over a quarter million people uh, follow her pretty much on Twitter. So um, two great shows coming up this month, and um, mm-hmm. excited about that. So Retro Moment of the Week. Um, we've got four of them tonight, but you will hear the first two now. Um, and then we'll be back on the other side with some stories, and we'll spread this out. But uh, the first one, uh... <laughs> now you know me in my Retro Moments. You know that sometimes I will dig deep and come up with one that you probably did not even know that occurred. It is not an April Fool's joke. It was an actual commercial. I'm not even going to explain it. I'll let you hear it. And then the second one, of course, um, nice little catchy tune because I know Mary loves her um, jingles. So um, we'll play those two first, and then we'll be back on the other side. But first, you're listening to page one. LeVar and Mary here on Blog Talk Radio. For Armor Hot Dogs, here's America's first lady of soul, Aretha Franklin.
wouldn't like to be driving a Buick this summer? You would, wouldn't you? Then why aren't you? If you think you can't afford one, you're wrong. Buicks are probably the biggest bargains on the road. Eight out of ten people are paying the price of a Buick whether they get one or not. So why not put your money on a brand new Buick? Enjoy yourself this year. Listening to Page One with Lavar and Mary on Block Talk Radio, your source for all the current topics and news you need to know. Here's Lavar and Mary. Back to page one with LeVar Berry on this April 1st, 2022, show number 187. We are now a baker's dozen away from 200 shows. And that, uh, if everything goes according to plan, and there are no more than the two or three potential uh, forks of the road here on Friday night, we should hit it in late July. Um, so yeah, that's show number 200 coming up soon, but yeah, retro moment of the week. Who would have thought that Aretha Franklin would have sang for armor hot dog? <laughs> right. <laughs> and here I am like humming the Buick song too. I was like, what the heck is this all about? <laughs> I love that. When I first heard it, I was like, oh, I knew you would probably love that Buick one. Um, yeah, we that was actually... Jingles. The world needs more jingles. Well, I have good news for you. There will be another one coming up here within uh, the show uh, because we have a couple of more um, retro moments uh, for your enjoyment. But, uh, yeah, I I love that Buick one. I I don't know. That might have to stay on the the current role of uh, favorite ones that we have here in our uh, arsenal. But, Yeah, that was actually done. There was a few different versions of that song done throughout the late 60s, early 70s for Buick. Um, and that was probably the most uh, popular one that was done as a radio spot. But, yeah, the, I just can't get over the Aretha Franklin Arbor Hot Dog one because I was like, oh, if, you, if you take an Arbor Hot Dog, you don't see uh, – you don't see the queen of soul. Not awful. They're not great. I would have bet the farm on it. If I had came to you before this and said, hey, which of the following do you think would have happened? Aretha Franklin singing a hot dog commercial, this or this, you would have bet the farm that it was not going to be that. <laughs> so, yes. Um, but one of the other stories that was, was, you know, it seems like it's celebrity night here. But one of the other stories that is getting some attention is for singer Eric Church and what he did. Uh, He canceled his April 2nd uh, uh, concert just so that he could attend this weekend's NCAA basketball game. Um, And (laughs) it was something in which a lot of people, and rightfully so, uh, because I think if I was waiting um, 
for somebody for a while. But anyway, uh, fans had posted screenshots of an email that they received on Ticketmaster from church saying he was refunding the tickets for his Saturday show at the AT&T Center in San Antonio so that he could watch his beloved University of North Carolina men's basketball team face off against rival Duke uh, Church, who refers to his fans as the church choir, reportedly said giving up the show was, quote, the most selfish thing he could ask of them. As a lifelong Carolina basketball fan, I've watched Carolina and Duke battle over the years, but to have them match up for the first time in the history of the NCAA tournament is any sports enthusiast's dream, uh, the email said, according to multiple screenshots online. Um, and some fans who had tickets for the show posted their frustration, including those who made plans to travel for the concert and could not receive refunds for airfare or, hot- or hotels. Uh, one person said, one year of waiting and got a hotel, rental, and dinner reservation to try and cancel now. Not to mention, flew my parents into town to watch the kids for the weekend. <laughs> um, and some sports fans who did not appear to be ticket holders for the canceled event uh, joked that Church was an absolute legend for the decision. Uh, it, I'm going to put it out here to you. If someone who you had waited a long time to see did something like that, would it be a forgivable thing or an unforgivable thing? Well, I would call it unforgivable. Um, here's the thing. I am a big sports nut. I am. I understand what he's saying. I get it. I really do. The issue is that's your job, okay? Like it's not like it's, it's not like um, he's coming over for dinner and he's like, hey, guess what? You know, I know we said we were going to go out for drinks tonight, but I'm really going to go and watch this game. If it was a personal thing, that's one thing. This is your job. You are a singer. And part of that is actually going out and performing at concerts. You are a performer. Perform, dance, monkey. That is what I'm saying. I paid for you to dance for me. That's crap, okay? It's crap. Record it. Make sure people don't say nothing. Bring it up during the concert. Make it more like everybody that your church choir is going to be part of your life. I don't know. But that, yeah, I'd be pissed. I would be pissed. Now, with that being said, he is a human being. So if that's something that he's doing for himself, that's his selfish thing. I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sit here and be like, go over there and kill him, or you know, like string him up, or burn him in effigy, or you know, like put up a little put up a little doll and burn it in effigy. I'm not going to do that. But you're a performer. You need to perform. <laughs> That's how you get paid. Uh-oh. And it's, it's, a- it's a weird, horrible balance. And I would be pissed. Now, would that mean that I'd never go and see another concert of his? Probably. Would I pirate his com- uh, like some of his CDs? Maybe. It's a possibility. I'm not a fan. So, like, it's not like something that I go out there and be like, ooh. But to some people, that frustration is absolutely warranted. I, I agree with I agree with the choir, not with the preacher in this case. <laughs> Did I use I, all the fun, fun, fun puns and everything? That was, okay. As a sports fan, I get it. Here's the thing. If you know your mm-hmm. favorite singer, you know what they are fans of. So in this case, mm-hmm. by default, 
or am I upset, especially if I'm coming from out of town, made a lot of plans, some that I can't get back? Here's the thing. Nowadays, it's not like he, well, before. So even at the worst, if you had booked a hotel, some hotels generally within that time will give you your money back. I'm not sure what hotel these people are booking with, not to get the stuff back. And even with plane tickets, you could just save it as a credit, or if you paid a lot of money for it, you can get it refunded. So it shouldn't be that, and even if it did a reservation, if you gave it up, trust me, somebody else is going to take it, not like they're going to charge you. So, <laughs> yes, you made plans. Yes, you probably took time off from work, but now that's time off that you save, and you don't have to necessarily have to use that time. You can save it for something else or save it for when he reschedules the concert. But if you are a fan of somebody, like, you know, I know that there are a lot of music people who are fans of sports teams. I know that uh, I forgot which teams the Snoop Dogg. I think it was the Raiders or whatever it was. I know if they make the Super Bowl, he ain't gonna be there. Uh, if he has a conscience mm-hmm. that night, I, I oh, know. Yeah, no, no, no. I agree. Yeah. So as a yeah, sportsman, I agree. Yeah. As a I and I but get I'd the whole thing. Good. As a commitment, yes, you're a little bit upset. Trust me. Uh, that almost kind of semi quietly happened to me because I think I've mentioned this story here. One of the first concerts that I went to was Janet Jackson. And there was a lot of rumors leading up to her concert here in Chicago. And Janet made the concert, but I, Janet stood off to the side, did her little pop locker moves and stood there. And I knew at that point that something was up because Janet wasn't moving across the stage that much and stood pretty much in the same spot for a good majority of the evening and did not move around like that. And I was like, oh, man, she's pregnant. And right after that was when she had announced, uh, I think it was probably like a week after that, when she announced that pretty much she was uh, canceling the rest of the tour due to her pregnancy. And I was like, well, man, thank goodness I chose this concert and not the one she was coming back to do in March because it never would have happened. Uh, it's something different. But things happen. Uh, and in this event, it's something that's a once-in-a-lifetime so far. It's never happened before. And you would think that any North Carolina or any Duke fan that is a sports person right now is not going to be it. Yes, it's, it's upsetting. But you, it, it's almost like by default – you got to be like, well, I get it. <laughs> it's going to happen. Right. So, and that's what I'm saying. Would would I be upset? Absolutely. Would I, like, go and stand in his front lawn and demand my money? No. I would rearrange my, my plans, you know, cancel what I could cancel, eat the bullet on the ones that I had to eat the bullet on, do what I could, and be done. I just get where people are upset but I also get what he's doing. So neither party is in the wrong. Let's do it that way. Neither party's in the wrong. But he should be really careful about his fans from here on out. <laughs> right, right, right. No offense to you. You are a dancing monkey. You are here to entertain me. I know that sounds wrong to say, but that's how you make your money. Entertain me. I'm the reason that you're making money. I mean, not just me, but you know what I'm saying. Right. I understand. Is that rude? Yeah, I that. that is very rude. 
Dance monkey. <laughs> you need me to play that Don't Make Me Angry clip for you? <laughs> Don't make me angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry.
Uh, Stanford is trending because Stanford was uh, playing uh, South Carolina, and uh, no, they weren't. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, South Carolina is playing Louisville, and South Carolina uh, won 72 to 59 over Louisville. South Carolina will face the Connecticut Stanford winner in the championship game on Sunday. Uh, Love after lockup is trending. Sarah Palin is trending tonight. In a statement released uh, today, former Alaska Governor Sarah Palin has confirmed that she is entering the race for the state's congressional seat uh, that was left vacant by the unexpected death of Don Young. Uh, So she is trying to get back to uh, Congress (laughs) or trying to get to Congress. Um, And then uh, Ramadan Mubarak. Uh, Ramadan, a month of prayer, fasting, and community observed by Muslims, uh, began today. So to all of you who are observing that, uh, happy Ramadan, Mubarak. Uh, And then also trending tonight, um, pretty much, uh, like I said, South Carolina. And then um, (laughs) Tina Fey is trending because you can't have Sarah Palin trending without Tina Fey. So uh, will there be her uh, appearances on SNL is now the question since she is running for Congress. Um, oh, I hope so. That, those were uh, great. They were spot on. <laughs> and the world needs Tina Fey right now, so I am pretty sure that they she will probably reprise that role. Um you know, we're on such a move here. I'm not even sure if I wanted to talk about our other story tonight, which was about spring break in Florida, um, the news about what was coming on out of there. Um, so I am going to make the move here and say that I will not. I will floor that story. Uh, you can read about it. Uh, I did want you guys to know there's a couple of things to know. Uh, there is some good news here for all you McDonald's. Szechuan sauce fans. Um, if you dreamt about someday reuniting your taste buds, get ready. The fast food chain has brought back the popular sauce for a limited time, available exclusively on the McDonald's app. Uh, and considering the sauce, which McDonald's describes as having, quote, a savory and slightly sweet taste profile with hints of soy, garlic, ginger, and mild vinegar notes, has only been available three times in the last 24 years. To snag your own golden foil-covered package of Szechuan sauce, simply order chicken nuggets in the McDonald's app and select the Szechuan option when choosing your sauce. Um, So that should be uh, available within the app. If it is not, uh, I know it was available as of yesterday, but if it is out, it is out. You'll probably find it on eBay. Uh, for for a bigger cost now, uh, but Szechuan was back. Um, <laughs> and by the way, I know you. Are, I know. I know you are a Disney fan. Did you hear about what happened with the Falcon and Winter uh, Soldier uh, on the platform, the Disney Plus platform? No, I didn't. So fans noticed that some of the more violent scenes on the show had been edited down. Uh, Sharp-eyed Marvel fans watching the Falcon and Winter Soldier on Disney Plus this week noticed something was a bit off. 
some of the more violent scenes in the superhero series appeared to be edited to tone down the content. While some assumed this meant Disney Plus was censoring violent content on the streaming platform, perhaps due to the new parental control options made available to subscribers, uh, Entertainment Weekly learned that an alternate version of the show uh, <laughs> had been uploaded by mistake. Disney is currently working to fix the issue. Uh, the Direct was one of the first on social media to point out the discrepancy. Two scenes in the show's third episode were among those cited by commenters online. Uh, one featured helmet – I'm going to get this so wrong. Forgive me, Disney fans. One featured helmet uh, Zemo shooting ex-Hydra scientist Wolf <laughs> Nagel. Uh, the shot of Nagel's body, one particular was being splattered with blood with his eyes open, appeared to have the blood removed while his eyes were now visibly closed. Uh, another scene from the same episode originally saw Bucky Barnes hurling a pipe at an assailant with a weapon uh, pretty much going straight through their shoulder. The alternate version showed the pipe now bouncing off the attacker. Um, the alternate cut was accidentally uploaded in an attempt to correct the credit. Uh, they're told that Disney hopes to have the issue ready as soon as possible. <laughs> How about that? Oh, that's hilarious! That's hilarious. And yes, that's I, so I am funny. Sorry if I, I am sorry if I butchered all of that. Uh, <laughs> you did, yeah. but it was great. Yeah, I know. I I, um, I'm not gonna correct <laughs> you either. <laughs> and I had a yay or nay for you before uh, we got a few more minutes here, but I had a yay or nay. Uh, this from New Jersey. Uh, you can, well, you know what? I'm going to save that. I'm going to save that one because this is too good. What I am going to do is do my tribute to animal stories because if you were in the Midwest and you used to hear uh, animal stories uh, with Larry Lujak, you know that Well, it started, long story short, animal stories uh, <laughs> with him and uh, uh, his partner and it, it, uh, it started back in 1960, actually, because when he worked at WLS, which was the home of the prairie farmer, and I'm going to be, I'm going to get the story a little bit messed up, but don't shoot the messenger. They would still send them uh, farm magazines with stories. So in an effort to just be entertaining, he would pull the most craziest stories out of the uh, story, uh, out of the magazine, and thus began. Uh, animal stories and it would be if you go online you can go to uh any one of those uh you know on youtube and you could pull it up but it would be something about a cow it probably fell over on somebody or just something strange so in our best quest here uh, uh we will do our own version because i have a story of animal stories <laughs> with oh, a story of an adopted cat's rap sheet that has left the internet in stitches. You know, adopting a new pet often means a lot of paperwork, but an unusual piece of information one new owner received has left the internet in stitches. Shared on Reddit on Saturday by Emily Pannone, who uses the handle Familiar Memory 9316. The post featured a picture of the printout document with the caption, My Cat Came with a Rap Sheet. Rap 
stands for record of arrest and prosecutions, and a rap sheet is another term for criminal record. In the image, the sheet shares things to know about the feline, which included goopy eyes, will trip you, walk between your legs, not a big fan of hard treats, stinky boy, and not vocal, goes to meow, but just kind of exhales in a pathetic way. <laughs> the cat's full name. <laughs> the cat's full name is Sebastian James Bathtub Drainpipe Manchigo the Can Cat Pannone. And he lives with his owner in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. With over 27,000 upvotes, the post has delighted Redditors who have commented and shared jokes about the sheet. Sounds like you got a good one, wrote one user. While another said, it's not a rap sheet, it's his resume. One Redditor wrote, I can feel their love for your little boy pouring from the paper. And another said, when getting a new cat, always ask for the cat facts. <laughs> but on told Newsweek, his rap sheet was unfair. He's allergic to chicken. I switched his food, and he is less stinky, but still somehow farts defensively. He can be how he just doesn't have anything to say to his jailers. <laughs> to his jailers, that's amazing. That's not by my yeah. siblings. So now I'm going to be like, can we visit? <laughs> <laughs> so yes, we we give it credit. Uh, we give credit where credit is due. Uh, but the yay or day story that I want to share uh, before we uh, cut out of here in a few uh, comes from New Jersey, where you can now get a hamburger made by a robot and a vending machine. Robo Burger is an artificially intelligent self-operating kitchen that includes all the processes of a restaurant. It measures 12 square feet, plugs into a traditional wall socket, has a refrigerator, an automated griddle, and cleaning system. The robot uses a five-step cooking process similar to what chefs use in quick-service restaurants. The robo-chef grills the patty, toasts the bun, dispenses condiments, assembles the burger, and delivers it all in about six minutes. The price per hamburger is $6.99. The company says it uses the best ingredients possible, including grass-fed Angus beef and Wisconsin cheddar. The first robo-burger is up and running at a New Jersey mall. It will also soon be headed to airports, malls, colleges, offices, factories, and military bases across the country. Yay or nay to you getting your burger from the Robo Burger? <laughs> well, I mean, most burgers are pretty. <sighs> Let's pull the veil back here. Um, most burger, burgers aren't like freshly made right there by the person that's standing behind the desk, you know, and most. Most teenagers that are uh, employed by the bigger places are kind of robotic. So, yeah, sure, I'm good with that. I know where you're not eating this weekend, so yes. <laughs> right. Yeah. There's even a limit, yeah. <laughs> I remember you, lady. You talked about our burgers. <laughs> oh yes, so no. Uh, I, I, I'm going to pass. I'm going to go for the place which still has robotic people, but uh, <laughs> works either way. <laughs> Not right now, uh, unless I'm like forced to, baby. 
but nothing beats their traditional good old slap it on a grill, flip it one time, and then put it on a bun. And yeah. Well, you bring up a very good point. The robotic people can't sit on my burger if it's a robot. They don't have sit lens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So burger from a I'd actually just probably end up having a safer safer experience with that with said burger. <laughs> Oh, uh, yes, but um, the clock on the wall is telling us that our time is just about up. Um, do you have any shout-outs for this week? Um, good luck to those in the tourney. Bravo for getting this far. Um, no, I really don't. I know you've got some exciting stuff coming up, so yay for that. But, no, I don't. I, I'm actually I shout-out free this week. I was gotcha. going to go live on Twitch because you haven't played that clip in a minute um, as an April Fool's joke, but it's already too late. <laughs> it is never too late. Twitch, Twitch. So, yes. <laughs> never too late for Twitch. <laughs> um, you know what? Well, you know what? I think if you are on Twitch, I'll head over there. If you're going on Twitch, if you do. I'm not, so (laughs) you don't have to worry about it. You don't have to worry about it at all, I tell you. (laughs) See, she she April fooled you all on that one, but yes. Um, (laughs) No, no shout-outs here. None whatsoever, uh, but I would like to thank all of you once again for listening to us. We are here pretty much every Friday night, 10 o'clock Eastern Time, 9 o'clock Central, and tell your friends. You can hear us on the podcast platforms of Apple and iHeartRadio and Spotify. And, yeah, we'll be back here next Friday night, and um, hopefully nobody slaps anybody in between now and next week, and hopefully we all act um, – <laughs> We all act kind to each other, and uh, we take that into the next week ahead. So uh, for Mary, I'm LeVar. Thanks so much for listening, everybody, and uh, we'll see you next Friday night. Don't forget to get the latest show info on Twitter at News Comment BTR and add us as a podcast on Apple.